0: Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2556. Common Ground is the latest episode from Star Wars The Bad Batch, and that's what we've got on tap for you here. It's our Bad Batch briefing, and the episode features some classic Star Wars tropes and some fun guest voices. Punch it! <laughs> Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, Common Ground is Episode 10 from Season 1 of The Bad Batch. And as I talked about in the previous episode, they had initially kind of set us up for the possibility of a loose four-episode story arc around the loss and reacquisition of Omega, but then they kind of blew that notion out of the water with the previous episode. So now the way things are shaking out, now that we are two episodes into this latest group of four, an arbitrary group of four to be sure, but still kind of the way it's been loosely organized previously, now it seems like we are dealing with the notion of Reimagining Omega's place within the squad. She is not just a family member, you know, a kid that they are bringing along because she is a fellow clone and important in that regard, but she is finding her place as part of Clone Force 99, just, you know, not the accessory, but as a member of the squad and it's also about omega finding her own strength and being able to express that in ways that ultimately help her own cause individually and also help the clones of the bad batch as well and the kind of fascinating development about this or around this whole situation is that even though omega is supposed to be an unaltered clone i.e like boba fett right she's also apparently enhanced in some fashion because she is strategic in a way that goes well beyond her years and well beyond what she you know might normally grow up to be if she weren't involved with the cloners on Camino and we find that out because it turns out she's a whiz at dejark the classic game introduced to us all the way back in a new hope but That's just, you know, the side part of the episode, basically. The main part of the episode involves a mission that runs counter to the Bad Batch's instincts because it involves rescuing somebody who was a former separatist senator, Avi Singh. And we were just talking about the planet involved, Raxus, the other day because it was a planet that was mentioned in other Star Wars storytelling and it's just you know fascinating to see how these things are getting linked up. But the gist of the episode is that the Empire is now an occupying force on Raxus and a Captain Bragg is trying to speak to people at the Senate building on Raxus saying, oh you know we're trying to help you we're trying to be your friends but you're not helping so there's gonna be a curfew now and we're making this guy Senator Singh tell you what to do and Senator Singh has a last-minute attack of conscience and says no I'm not gonna be a puppet of the Empire and you forget about all that and so he gets arrested and before he gets arrested he says to his faithful droid hey if things go bad follow my instructions to the letter what are those instructions? Well, apparently they're to reach out to Sid on Ord Mantel and initiate a rescue operation. So Omega stayed close to Sid because in the last match, we see the two of them are huddled right together and she didn't leave the bar. They all came to play there. So, you know, she was following the rules. And so Hunter at the end says, all right, let's see how good you really are at strategy. One match and if you win, then we're not gonna keep you off missions anymore. And you know how that's going to go. You know. She she's gonna win the match, and next episode she's gonna be on the next mission with the Bad Batch. So not only is the Bad Batch being asked to rescue a former separatist senator, which they don't wanna do because the separatists were the enemy, but they're also, according to Hunter, trying to keep a low profile right now because not one but two, at least two bounty hunters are after Omega. However, Sid points out that They still owe her a lot of money, and so they're going to have to do this job. And hey, I'll keep an eye on the kid, which also doesn't sit well with the Bad Batch. But she says, hey, you guys are out making me money if taking care of the kid means that you can make me more money, then great, I'll do it. And then, of course, because Omega turns out to be very good at Dejarik, it makes Sid even more money. But, <laughs> classic Star Wars thing, there's the whole discussion between Hunter and Omega, and you know, I can't go on the mission? No, you can't, you know, but I'm, you know, I want to go on the mission. Well, you want to be a soldier, right? You want to be part of this? You got to be good at following orders. Stay close to Sid and don't leave the bar, right? Those are the orders. And and as it happens, Omega follows the letter of the law, if not the spirit of the law, because ultimately she brings a lot of attention to herself by kicking butt on Dejaric against any and all comers and winning Sid enough money to pay back the debts that the Bad Batch owes to her. Now going back to you know the actual action of the episode the bad batch have to extract this Senator Singh from Raxus and this is also footage that we see in that mid season trailer so the sort of city urban like situation that we talked about on the show that looked like maybe it was Coruscant maybe it was something else well it's this it is Raxus and the Action is, as usual, great and goes in unusual directions, which is also fun because it's kind of hard to predict what's going to happen. And they do a great job, the showrunners and writers do, of putting the Bad Batch in situations where you think there's no way they're going to get out of this and they manage to get out of it. And so it's really fun that way. But something that kind of is, I mean, I don't know if it's really downplayed, but it's almost sort of, you know, done so quickly that you don't necessarily realize that it could mean something more, is the fact that when Singh says, no, I'm not going to play along, and he's arrested, well, he's detained inside the Senate building, and there's a scene where Captain Bragg has an interrogator droid brought in, and she says, you know, yeah, don't worry, like, we'll extract what we need from you, and then we'll... be done with you. And what exactly is it they're trying to extract from him? Like all they talked about in the initial part of the episode was that they wanted to, you know, have control of the planet and be friendly with the people there, but they weren't cooperating. So they were going to establish a curfew and blah, 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 and have the Senator tell them to be in curfew. But I mean, the interrogator droid is not going to brainwash the person and make them stand up and say, you must follow the curfew. So what kind of information were they trying to extract from Senator Singh? That I think happened you know, so quickly and was you know over as soon as the Bad Batch ran in and rescued Singh that we don't know what it was and we don't necessarily know how important it is, but I feel like it's a detail that we're going to want to keep in mind for future episodes. And that's what I've got for you for this Bad Batch episode, except for the thing that I mentioned at the top about some interesting, you know, voice actor situations here. We'll start with Shelby Young, who plays Captain Bragg, but who is a Star Wars veteran. She actually did the voice of Leia in the Forces of Destiny cartoon. She's also done additional voices for Galaxy's Edge and for Season 2 of The Mandalorian. Liam O'Brien is back and has done voices for the series already. Sam Riegel, hopefully pronouncing that correctly, did voices for Jedi Fallen Order. And Sean Clifford is the voice of Sings Droid GS8, newcomer to Star Wars, but she is a co-star of Phoebe Waller-Bridge in the show Fleabag. Phoebe is, of course, the voice of L3 in Solo A Star Wars Story. And Alexander Sadiq, who's probably best known as Dr. Bashir from Star Trek, yeah, Deep Space Nine, he's a newcomer to Star Wars here as well. But he also happens to be the maternal nephew of Malcolm McDowell, who has also done Star Wars and Star Trek 2 for that matter he was in Star Wars Rebels so now they've both done Trek and Wars which is pretty fun and that is going to do it for the briefing today on Star Wars the Bad Batch common ground it's episode 10 from season 1 and that's gonna do it for this episode of the show as well it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be